This episode is brought to you by my best-selling book, Mastering Adversity, Unlock the Warrior Within and Turn Your Biggest Struggles into Your Greatest Gifts. You guys, a lot of people ask me, how can I support your work? You've been doing the podcast for so many years. Like, what can I, you know, what can I buy from you? I want to take things to the next level. And the answer to that is the book. If you want to support the show and the mission at University of Adversity and the things that we're going to be doing and to continue to have, you know, this free podcast to everybody, it would really mean a lot if you would grab a copy of the book. I put my heart and soul into this book. Just writing the book itself was mastering adversity. I went to hell and back to make sure that it happened and now it's here. Two things that are really powerful in this book, the five A's for mastering adversity and the four adversity archetypes that I coined to help you create more self-awareness when adversity hits. This is a roadmap to transform adversity into purpose and alchemize all of the things that you've gone through into purpose and purposefully filled actions and habits. It talks about my journey and all the things, and I wrote this to help you guys when you're struggling with adversity, whether it's been in the past, whether you're going through it now or you're in the future, this book will help a lot. All right. Mastering Adversity available on Amazon. Thank you so much, everybody. Danny Morell is a world-renowned business strategist and entrepreneur turned life coach and spiritual guide. His companies have been featured on the Inc. 500 and the Inc. 5000 lists of some of the fastest growing companies in America. What's really interesting about Danny is the transformation that he's had over the last four years. Danny was on the show for episode 22. The episode was called Real Estate and Relentless Mindset. He was just about to have Kobe Bryant at an event of his. And we talk about this in the beginning of this episode, so I don't want to go to it too much, but just to context, right? Like we've had 400 episodes since then, and now he's back. And just at the start of this episode, I'll explain what happened and why we got him back. And uh, I think you guys are going to find this really interesting. Danny's got a great podcast. It's one of the top, if not the top spiritual podcast called the Higher Self Podcast. And he's got these really awesome events called Awaken. And he is guiding people to awaken, heal, and transform, and doing all the things to help people empower them with the tools. This conversation was so much different than episode 2022 back in 2019, February 12, 2019. And it's just so cool to see not only the personal transformation in both of us and how we think, but just that the world is in a completely different place than it was. You know, the pre-COVID world was a different world than it is now. And it's just so great to see how people can evolve and to start creating more from the heart and less from, you know, the ego that drives us and doing things for other people for external validation, right? And we talk about that stuff in this episode. So we cover things like uh, Danny's story of like why he had the transformation and started to switch over to like more of this heart-centered work, this soul-centered work. And we talk about his battle with religion and the fear and how religion is just based 
most religions, I don't want to just say all religions, but religion itself is mostly based on fear and shame. And we talk about that, we unpack that. And you guys make your own decisions. We just, you know, have a great conversation. And I hope that it helps you think a little bit differently and opens up your mind a little bit and you enjoy the conversation. This was very powerful, 30 minutes long. Listen till it right till the end. And of course, let me know your thoughts. And I just want to ask one favor. If you guys aren't subscribed to the podcast yet, just without tuning this out, if you could just listen. It would mean a lot if you just hit the subscribe button wherever you listen. Or if you're on Spotify, hit the follow button. I've always pushed Apple because that's kind of where we started. We have way more subscribers on Apple. But if you do listen to Spotify or CastBox or wherever you listen, just hit that button. It doesn't do anything and it really helps because I want to continue to grow the show, right? And that's all I ask of you is to do that. And of course, enjoy the episode and share it with somebody you feel need it if Share it with somebody you feel needs it if you got value from it. All right. Enjoy this episode with Danny Morell. Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. Danny, welcome back to University of Adversity, my man. So good to have you. It's uh, It's been a few years. It's wild you say welcome back. Take me back to when I was here. Forgive me, I've done so many. I, I yeah. yeah. So I made a note here. Episode 22. It was called Real Estate and Relentless Mindset. February 12th, oh, 29, February 12th 2019. And now we've done almost over 420 episodes. So... Wow. So that, that, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. So I was a different human being back then. Me too, brother. So a little bit of context. After that episode, I, you know, I had you on Instagram. I lost my account in the beginning of 2020. And then obviously COVID hit and all that. And then I think it was about a year ago, I, I discovered you again. And I was like, holy shit, what, what, what daddy's changed and what is going on? And like, I was like, he's speaking my language because like I've had a massive transformation too with like, you know, right. plant medicine and personal development. And I was like, this is awesome. I was like, we got to get him back on the show. So let's do it. Here we are. And Here we are. So dude, let's, let's like, let's talk about that for a second. What sparked that transformation from like that? Because I remember you were in your office, you had your, you had your suit on. You're talking about your event coming with Kobe Bryant. And I was like, this dude's already on fire. But, you know, like what what happened and how did that all unfold? A, a lot a lot happened. Um, and it was all part of my journey. Uh, the same way that if our souls are here to awaken, heal, and transform, um, you know, we, we all eventually will be on this journey. But the main thing that happened was I came to the realization that I was miserable. Um, I had everything and I had accumulated everything that the world tells you you need. Um, you know, the external, the, the, the glamour, the house, the cars, the business, the watches, the, the everything. And it's so interesting you bring this up because, you know, the name changed after Kobe came to our event. It was called Relentless, but but just before that, I had done my first 
ceremony with ayahuasca. And what I started to realize is that once you finally arrive, and this is so important for all of your guests to understand, once you finally arrive at the truth of who you are and you return into your heart space, there's nothing to be relentless about because there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. There's no one to become. There's nothing to achieve. You've arrived back home. And the amount of peace and joy that you feel when you arrive there, it's, it's so indescribable that you just want to share it with as many people as you possibly can because you realize who you once were. And even though on the outside it looked like you had it all together, on the inside you realize you were a, you were a mess. You, I didn't even know what happiness was. And so... Um, that's what happened, man. And so I, I remember, you know, after Kobe passed, I decided like that is the end of this event. Um, I can't call my event relentless anymore when I know the truth. The truth is, is that when you discover yourself and the truth is that when you heal the wounded parts of yourself, both, both the masculine and the feminine parts of yourself, uh, you'll have found peace. And when you find peace, you'll be peaceful in the present moment. And all of your life shifts because you have nowhere to run anymore. You don't need to run. You're finally at home. You realize that you've already been there and you've come home to yourself, essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like this endless chase to get somewhere. And then you realize that it's been here the whole time once you strip it all away. That's right. That's right. And it's important for people to understand that the world today, yeah, the 3D system, the, the 3D operating system of this world, it's designed to keep you in this chase. For both men and women, by the way. So you see it's very common today. You know, let's let's just think social media. Yeah. Social media is the thing that shows to the world whether you realize this or not, your deepest, deepest wounds, and I, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say this what I mean. Well, I'm gonna explain to you what I mean. It also shows your value. It shows it, it shows all of who you are. But for example, for a man, right? Like if you scroll down in my social media, I still kept some of the old stuff, <laughs> but I was so deeply wounded that I needed your validation. I needed your acceptance. I needed you to think that I was, you know, successful. And the tools that I used were my car, uh, my status, my my business, my watch, my 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 custom clean suits, my dark sunglasses, which you know, whenever whenever you see someone who makes videos with dark sunglasses, they put on the sunglasses because. And I know people are like, what the hell? What does he mean? This is the energetic truth behind it. You're hiding your eyes because there's something that you are ashamed of, quite frankly. So the glasses are just a symbol for you having shame about something in your life. You may not realize that. As a matter of fact, the sign, the, the, the sign that, that that is true is that that will trigger you. Mm. Because what triggers you is just a reflection for what's truly going on in, inside of you. 
And so, and then, so that, so that's men, right? That's the kind of guy that I was, right? And I was unhappy in my relationship. My body was 50, 40. By, by that time, I had started to lose weight, 40, 40 pounds overweight or so. Uh, but then we'll, we'll take our, our sisters, right? Our beautiful, wonderful sisters that when, 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 the, when the woman is in her wounded feminine energy, she uses her sexuality, right? The same way a man uses his money. The woman uses her sexuality. The woman uses her body, right? And so for the women, you have so many women today who, again, the same way that a man needs a car, the woman needs the lips. Mm. The same way that a, that a, that a man needs um, um, the, the, um, the, the watch, the woman needs the, the fake butt and the, and the Botox and all this stuff. And, and, and brother, listen, when I say these things, trust me, I know that the wrath of God is like coming down on me because people hate hearing it. But all you have to do is go back to our ancestors to see the truth. All you have to do is go back to, you don't even need to go that far. Go back to when you were a little baby. When you were a little baby and there was nothing you needed other than love, other than safety and security, other than the attention of your mother and your father. And then the problem, all of what you are today stems from that relationship with your mother and your father. So if you look for your mother and your father for love, right, which is, which is what we all are, by the way, right? If you looked to your mother and your father for love and they didn't know how to provide it because of their own woundings, because your grandmother and your grandfather didn't know how to show them love, then guess what you got? You got some distorted reality of what life is or is not, right? Yeah. Or maybe... You know, you had an older brother or an older sister and they got all the love and you felt like, but wait a minute, what's, what's wrong with me? Well, how come I don't get the attention, right? Or maybe your parents beat you and hit you. Your ego, what it does is it creates a story that there must be something wrong with you. Because when we come from source, brother, when we come from our connection with God, there's there's no anger, there's no there's no hate, there's no there's no jealousy, there's no resentment, there's no unforgiveness, there's no narcissist, there's no there's none of this stuff that 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 us as human beings create. Mm. It's all very simple. It's just love. Yeah, it's just love. So when you're living in the energy of love, you you forgive and you accept. But that means that you have to learn how to forgive and accept the most important person on planet Earth, and that is you. And you've got to learn to accept yourself and your life and your body for exactly how you were made. And so it's, it, it gets pretty deep, but yeah. How did that, so for you specifically, was that during ayahuasca where you had that that healing or was that a piece of it and then it kind of unfolded more and more so or was it like one big boom and you were like shit yeah so i'm actually in the process of writing the book right now Amazing. okay and just yesterday um 
I, 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 you know, I, I want to start the book with a story that like, I, I want this to kind of, to be the kind of book that impacts human life in a, in a, in a, in a way that very few books have. So I'm going to go direct that th this is, this is who I go direct to the truth. Hmm. I don't know any, uh, any other way to be, you know? And so the, it, it, it was a trickle effect, but it all started with my relationship with God. Right. Okay, if I if I really look at it, it all started with my relationship with God or who I thought God was, right? right. Because so, you had you were you were you had religion was a lot different for you then, right? Like it was I was a highly I was a I was a I was a Christian. I was a I I went to Bible seminary. I I baptized people. I led the biggest outreach in our church. Like I was that guy. Wow. And anything outside of that was the devil and was evil. All right. So what happened to me was, you know, everything happens in threes basically. But the the the, the first thing that happened was I was in a I was in a business. I haven't shared this story with anybody. I'm sharing it all with you guys for the first time. Um, um, but the the first thing that happened was I was in a business called Monavi. And Monavi was like a multi-level marketing business okay. where when the real estate market crashed in 2008, which was all by design, by the way, it was part of my journey. Um, um, I, I had to do something to feed my family. Make a long story short, I went into this business and there was this guy named Brig Hart. He was like the, the biggest, the biggest guy, the biggest earner, right? And he essentially, without me knowing it or realizing it, he hooked me through religion. So he used religion to essentially make money. And, you know, if you really want to talk about God, God is love, right? So make a long story short, things started to happen. And I had to look for another place to make money because that wasn't working for me. Well, what that company did was it literally stripped me, my mother, and my brother of all of our money. So it took everything we worked for, it took it from us. So the three of us were literally from one day to the next dead broke, dead broke. And when I went and I reached out to all of these people who were, who were Christians and who were loving and who were, you know, all these things, no, nobody was there for you. Nobody was there for you. So, so that was the first thing, right? The second thing was my mother passed away. When my mother passed away, my mother passed away from lung cancer. And I, and I, and I, and I, that perplexed me so much because, you know, my mom never smoked a day in her life. Now I know what cancer really comes from it. It's unhealed energy. And so she carried grief her entire life because her mom uh, uh, died when she was 13 days old. And so where does the body store grief? In the lungs. Which, by the way, this is why so many people are sick with cancer. We have a hard time breathing. Yeah. Right. Look at your dog. Look at the way your dog breathes when they're asleep. Literally picture. And what do you see? They're at peace and their belly is expanding in and out. And how do we breathe? Brother, you have no idea how many people I'm like, oh, my God, this hurts and this hurts. And my life is stressed out and I'm having a hard time in my relationship. And I'm like, breathe real fast. And they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, you don't even know how to breathe. <laughs> That's wild. You don't know how to breathe. Yeah. But okay, let's take it step number one. And for all of you listening, grab your bellies right now. 
and exhale, inhale and exhale, and allow your belly to expand. And as you're breathing, you should feel in your lower back and in your stomach, like a balloon that is inflating. And the second thing you have to do is you have to understand that your lungs are from the bottom of your ribs to like the top of your clavicle, right? Well, what people don't realize is that because of the impact of, you know, religion and because of the impact of society and because of the impact and the wounds of our parents and because of we, we're so disconnected from ourselves, we're disconnected from our breath. Yeah. If you want the answer, look at how many poor people are, are dying at 50, 60, 70 years old. The human body should live to 100, 110, 120. So then when my mom passed away, like I was mad, brother. I was mad at, I was mad at Jesus. Because, you know, she, with every fiber in her being, believed and knew that Jesus was going to heal her. And I saw my beautiful mom literally deteriorate, like, over a five-year span, and it just, it wrecked me. So, so all of that anger, all of that anger, what it really did was it helped me to go inward, and it helped me to realize, like, oh, my God, what is life? Like if, like if my mom died like this, my mom, my mom, yeah. like, could, could, could this happen to me? Like, I, I don't want this to happen to me. And they're like, where was God? And why didn't God back her? And you know, the pastors would only tell me, well, God works in mysterious ways. And I'd be like, fuck that. That doesn't work for me anymore. That, yeah. that, that doesn't work. This is my mom you're talking about now. That could work for him and for her and for there. And then I just, like my eyes started to awaken and I started to open up and I started to ask myself serious questions. And the first one was, are you really happy? Which led, the final straw was my relationship. I was in a 13-year marriage that now looking back, I knew even before we got married that I was never in love. So people might ask, and you know, and by the way, the more that I share this story, married people are out there and they're like, oh my God, I knew on my wedding day I wasn't in love either. So why do we get married? We get married because we have a wounding right? Not all married people, by the way, but we get married because we have a wounding and that wounding needs a partner. So my wounding, when I didn't feel that love from my mother or that love from my father, my wounding said, go get married. By the way, the other thing that said, go get married was society. By the way, the other thing that said, go get married was religion. Because here I am, I'm 24, 25, 26 years old. And you're telling me that the very thing that created my life, sex, I can't have it for marriage. And if I have it before marriage, I'm going to go to hell. This is called guilt, shame, and manipulation, by the way. Yeah. People don't talk about the truth. This is the honest to God truth. Yeah. So then what do you do? You have all of these young people that are going and getting married at ages where they don't even know who they are yet. I was one of them. I didn't know who I was. I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I liked. I knew one thing, get married, have a family. Because when you get married, you'll find happiness and you'll find love. And that's what my soul was searching for. So then fast forward, we're in the process of separating and have a divorce, which by the way, I, I, I had an affair. I never in my life thought I, I would ever do that, but it, it was like I was in this, mm. my, my truth, I was like in this cage that, that, that I, I was not living my truth, you know? Mm. And so we go to the pastor, this was the moment that changed my life. This was it, right? Because all of this had been building up already inside of me, right? And so I go to the pastor and the pastor has the book and the pastor is looking through the book and he's telling me all the reasons why I can't get divorced. Right. And, and, and by the way, at that point in time in my life, I'm like, I'm like, listen to me, you me from this thing. Cause I don't want to get a divorce. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be a sinner. I don't, 
I don't, I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a good boy, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, pastor, see, like literally. So, so I'm like, pastor, please heal me. For, that was my energy. I didn't say those words, but I was like, whatever's going on inside of me, take it away. Because I want to love my wife. I want to stick in this thing. And he would tell me, you can't do it because of this. And I'd be like, okay, but I get that. I get that. But I don't feel that here. Like here, I feel something different here. Okay. Okay. Well, but you know, when, when you're stuck in, in, in the 3d and you don't know yourself, it, you're running through a program. You don't even know what this is. Yeah. This was starting to awaken is what was happening. I didn't realize that. So then he goes, you can't get a divorce because of this. And I, go, I would go, okay, like I'm not fighting, but then like after four or five times, I was like, well, pastor, but what about what I know in my heart though? Like, I know we don't ever talk about this, but like, I get what you're saying, but I don't feel it here. And, and what if the most loving thing is to do is to, you know, allow my, my wife to go find someone that would love her the way I know I can't love her. The way I want to love somebody, but but I, I I just can't love her. I don't know why. I wish I wish this d disease or this illness would leave me, but I, I just. And he goes like this, closes the book. He says, "Let me tell you something, Daddy. Like all you like all the money you have and all the business, all the, you know, you're well known in the community, and you know you you're you're a real estate guy and all this, and he says you like all that." And I go, "Yeah." Well, yeah, I love it. Yeah. He goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, you make this decision. You make this decision to get a divorce. All of that will be gone and you will lose every bit of God's blessings on your life. That's what he told me. Now, this wasn't some rinky dinky pastor. This was the biggest pastor of the biggest church in my community. Mm. And that moment, that's when it was like, like the program was starting to fall away because I was starting to be able to see I was starting to be able to see what I had never seen before. I wasn't seeing from here. I was seeing from here and from here, from here, bro, from my heart. Yeah. And in that moment, I go, man, admittedly, admittedly, I don't know what love is, but I know it ain't that. And I know if, if that, if that is what you have for me, God can't be that. Mm. God ain't guilt and God ain't manipulation. So that was my like, yeah. that's when everything started. Yeah. It's all based on fear and guilt and shame. Yeah. And everything is separate mm -hmm. like of yourself. Like, no, you, you can't do this yourself. You need something external to try. And how, how have you been able to empower people to realize that the healing comes within? Like I don't do anything for anybody else that you don't first do for yourself. You yeah. can't love anybody else if you don't first learn how to love yourself. Yeah. For you men out there who are sticking these needles with steroids in them, I'm sorry to tell you, you don't love yourself. You are deeply and massively wounded and insecure. As a matter of fact, the furthest thing that you are from is from knowing yourself and as a result, knowing God. And from those of you women who are busy doing the same thing with your mouths and your faces, we were in downtown London's day. Oh, wow. I, I saw like the lips were like this big. By the way, I'm not making fun. I'm just like, no, somebody. It's true, about, man. It's true. Speak about this, you know? And, and then on, and then on top of that, there's a vapor, there's a, there's a cigarette. And like, and like, you know, you're walking by and 
it's like the person is dead. There's no joy. There's no life, right? But that's how deep the wounding is. So the only reason why I'm able to do what I do now, why I'm able to speak to all of this is because I was there myself. I lived it myself and I just did what up until that point I hadn't, I had not met any human being who had the courage to do. I confronted everything, everything, everything there was to confront. I confronted it. Here we are. What do you struggle with right now? Like, is there something that you are consistently working on or that? seems to be because as you get to the next level of your own growth you know then brings more you know unique challenges is there anything that like today that you're looking at and you're like shit okay this is this is something that i it, it used to be food there's three energies of human mastery yeah are uh sex relationships yeah. finances money and and food or health it used to be food. I'm in the best place I have ever been. Mm. And you know what it is right now? This excitement that I feel and this, the way that I communicate, um, the, the, you know what the wildest thing is? The wildest thing is that my deepest desire is to be more like Jesus, more like Jesus, but not the Jesus that the church says. That's not, that's not Jesus. That's not the real deal, the, the guy, the guy that walked around here and told everyone to seek first the kingdom of God within, mm. right? That, that Jesus, that guy, he just wanted love for everybody. He wanted healing for everybody. He performed miracles for everybody. And all of a sudden, all of those miracles stopped and all of that healing stopped. Why? Because we're disconnected from all of our energy sensors, right? We're disconnected from the heart. We're running through a program in the mind. People are so stuck and so deeply wounded that they don't, they don't even, they, they don't, they don't know how to return here. All I want to do is help people return here. That's it. So, so when I say, what do I struggle with? I just struggle with the balance of like, I don't even call it a struggle. It's just, I'm learning. Yeah. That, like that desire with at the same time, like, you know, like how do we reach the world? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's unfolding. It's all happening, happening beautifully, quite frankly. Yeah, man, you're doing an amazing job with, I just, it's funny. I always see your videos getting shared and people really let your message resonates with a lot of people, man. Brother, because it's truth. Yeah. And by the way, you know, yesterday, I want to speak to this. Yesterday I shared something. I shared, what was, I want to read the exact quote. Because what I'm starting to realize is that what happens is that when you speak about things, like when people really have peace, they don't get triggered. Mm. Nothing moves them. So it's like when you have peace inside and when you know who you are and you know what, what your purpose is and what are, nothing moves you. You don't you don't have time to be commenting and fighting and arguing and doing all this shit. You don't. You know, even if you disagree, you just, you laugh and I know, whatever. Yeah. When people don't have peace, get ready because the ego is in control. The ego has to let everybody know I don't have peace and that is wrong because it has to be wrong. It has to be wrong because if it's not wrong, that means that something might be wrong in here. Right. 
something that I haven't allowed myself to let go of. So yesterday I posted a post because from my past, from a past relationship, I have experience with unhealed energy. I, I know what it feels like to, to deal with some of what these you know, people say they've dealt with. I, I know, I know what it feels like to have to alter yourself and change yourself and not be the real you. And, and, and yeah, I don't want, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to give it any energy, but yeah, you know, this, this word lands narcissist. Yeah. I swear to God, I just said the word and people already want to like throw something at the fucking screen. Yeah. That's how deep the wounding is. Right. So I said something like AKA narcissist, like also known as, because I'm the one that talks about just like let that go. Yeah, it's a label. It's a label. And 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 yesterday when I when I when I posted that, I realized how deep the wounding is. It was like the closest thing I had felt energetically to darkness. Mm. Darkness. The amount of anger and rage and like I didn't even say half of the things that people said, but just using that word. Nowadays, what we are doing is dark energy is keeping people trapped and not allowing them to tap into love because of that word. Because the ego locks in on that word and remembers all of the pain. Right. Right. Rightfully so. I'm not, but by the way, this means I'm victim shaming. No, no. I just want to get to the other side of it. The only way you can get to the other side of it is to be at peace with it and to let go of it and to love, literally to love that person because you see in that person a little child that was once wounded by their mother and father. That's it. That's all I say. Yeah. And to the ego, to the wounded ego, fuck that. I'm not letting go of anything. It's all their fault. It's all, yeah. okay, yes, just realize the damage and the deep harm that that is causing to your body, your relationships, and your money. Because what are the three energies of human mastery? Sex, relationships, food, the body, and finances, your money. You're all energy. You're all energy. So if that thing and that wounding is going to consume you, by all means, no problem. Just realize it's affecting you in other ways. Yeah, I agree 100%. I was thinking about this, just came into my mind about how do you, this is something I struggle with sometimes too, is that how do you, talk about things in the world without feeding into that energy like there's some crazy shit going on in the world that it's like sometimes i feel like i want to talk about and address but at the same time i don't want to give it energy like how do you go about that like how does somebody go about you know speaking about things that matter like give me an example well just like what's going on like there, there's just so many issues well, and, you know, there were so many things like, let's say COVID or like these human trafficking and like all these different things going on. And like, I know it's all energy too, but there's times where I'm like, shit, should I say something about this? Should I not? Like, where are you at? Yeah. I've learned that all of that is the 3D. The 3D operates here. Yeah. Right. So here, people love to fight and argue and prove and Trump and Biden and Republican and uh, COVID, the mask and the, the, the that, right? Yeah. I, I, when you say there are so many issues in the world, Lance, I swear to you, I don't know what you're talking about. I have, I have no 
I don't know what's going on. The only thing that I know that is happening in the world right now is that Djokovic won the Wimbledon, uh, the, the U.S. Open, and that's only because my father-in-law watches the TV and I happen to sit down with him. Other than that, I haven't the slightest clue. You ain't never going to change the world up here. You change it here. You help people return to here. You help people return to here. This will handle itself because they'll realize it's the programming of the world. That's never going to go away. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's going to get worse. As a matter of fact, I don't want to scare anybody. It's going to get way worse. And the only way that we help humanity is if we help ourselves and return to the heart. Mm. And that's why I that's why I challenge people, and that's why I say, I, I look, I, I I get that your mother, or your father, or your ex, or your whatever, I get that they hurt you, I get it, but it's keeping you here, it's keeping you in an energy that is killing you. Please listen to me. Mm. And it requires courage. It requires courage to let go of that and to forgive and to send love. You don't have to. You don't have to. Don't get mad at me. Don't get not mansplaining or victim shaming or astrology creating or whatever cockamania I name people come up with, which is all a code for pain. Yeah. You just get to let that go and return to your heart and live in love and watch, watch your money flow, watch the partner you attract, watch how beautiful life gets, watch how easy it all is watch and this is why we created awaken and we have all of our programs people i just posted today i just posted today on instagram this my my, my friend edgar messaged me he's been in our program inner circle for one and a half years a little over a year he goes brother thank you so much i'm about to take my woman for the first time ever on an all expense paid trip to europe i've never done this in my life i've always been afraid of being the provider as a result, I'm about to make my first seven-figure year ever. And when he started with me, he was making less than half a million dollars a year. His body was in pain. He had unforgiveness all within him. His life is transformed forever. This is, It wasn't me, though. It was him. He did the work. I just I just said, what do you want? Why well, I want... Okay, well, that means you got to go here. All right, let's begin. And then the journey begins. Tell us a little bit more about your awakened events and how people can... Like, what goes on... So yeah, so Awaken is the best way that I can describe it. It's like 30 years, you know, wh why do people go to therapy? To to heal, to release, right. express emotions, all the things. All of the stuff, right? Yeah. Right. It's like 30 years of therapy and three days. That's Awaken. It's like <clears throat> I created Awaken because all of the work that, that working with ayahuasca and with mushrooms did for my life. I thought to myself, oh my God, the whole world, like, like Lance, I'm not here. I'm telling all of you guys right now, if I had one vision, it would be that I would fly around in helicopters and like have everybody open their mouths and just like, <laughs> like just pour the, you know, you know how the matrix does the, the, the nasty brew the warming shit or whatever they do that people, whatever I would do the ayahuasca. I would just go here, everybody. Brother, thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. Tell us where we can get, where everybody can go and sign up for Awaken or whatever, your community as well that you got going on. I'd love to send this to everybody. Yeah, if they go on my Instagram, Danny Morell, um, there in my link, it has links to our podcast. Our event, Awaken, is coming to Austin, New York, and London. And um, yeah, I think Instagram is probably the best place. Instagram, TikTok, so far and so on. Awesome, man. If you have one piece of advice 
for somebody out there who who resonated with your message and they're it might be going through it right now and they're like yeah. man i like what that guy's saying what would that be write down a list of the people who you have the most anger or resentment towards and start the process of allowing yourself you don't have to do it right away but just be open to forgiving them and then just ask god and just say okay i i realize now how this is hurting me i'm not ready for it but I, I, I'm open to forgiving them and then watch the journey be good. Amazing. Oh, dude. Thank you, brother. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Such a great episode. Make sure to follow Danny on Instagram. He's very active there and he's got a ton of good value. Really enjoyed that. It's so cool to see people, you know, change over the years. And, uh, yeah, I really, really like that conversation. Also guys, one more thing to leave you off with. Um, if you are somebody out there who has a story to share, like you have done the personal development work, you've built the thing, like you could be a coach, you could be an author, a founder, entrepreneur, whatever, and you feel it's time to get out there, to get seen, to get known. In fact, it's your duty if you are. If you want to make an impact, you got to get out there. I have a special offer until the end of September where I'm going to be getting you booked on podcasts that align with your ideal target audience so that you can finish off 2023 and start 2024 with a bang. Now, a lot of you, a little bit of background. I love the transformational work, this podcast, the book, speaking, all of that. But what I have found is once people have done that and they say they've wrote the book, they built the thing, they got the business, well, then everybody hides away from promoting themselves. And this is where it's time to put the gas on the pedal on the gas and get out there. And that's why I'm starting to do that. I've had a podcast company for a few years where we did podcast production, but now I'm focusing solely on this part of the business where we're going to get inspiring leaders like yourself, if you listen to this or someone you know, booked on podcasts. So if you want to take advantage of this deal, DM me podcast on Instagram and I look forward to helping you guys out. All right. Subscribe to the podcast. If you aren't wherever you listen to this, you guys, I really appreciate it. It matters. The subscribers matter. You just got to click the link wherever you listen to this, either it's follow or subscribe. And of course I love the reviews and sharing this in your social media is always greatly appreciated. All right, everybody much love. We will catch you next time.